OMG, I am so excited to be kicking off season two of the Classroom to CEO podcast. This season, we are going to be talking about not only how to start your online business, but we're really going to be diving deep into how to make it profitable. We're going to be talking about how to make money, and that's by creating multiple streams of income. And to kick things off, I am super excited to bring to you all John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire. He is truly the king of multiple streams of income. He has created an empire that allows him to earn six figures every single month. Yes, you heard that right. And today he's sitting down with me and sharing with us how he was able to build this multi-million dollar empire. So tune in because we're going to get into how to create multiple streams of income with John Lee Dumas. Hey there, I'm Erica Terry, a former high school teacher turned CEO, and I help educators just like you to turn their classroom knowledge and experience into a profitable online business, where you're using your unique gifts and amazing skills to empower teachers all over the world. Each week, I'll be providing you with simple, actionable steps that equip you to create multiple streams of income as an entrepreneur. So if you're an ambitious educator that's ready to grow an online business and create a life that you love, then you're definitely in the right place. So turn up the volume and let's get started. This is the Classroom to CEO podcast. I am bouncing up and down like uh, my four-year-old is jumping on the bed, right? Like I am so super excited about season two and I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I am your host, Erica Terry, and welcome to the Classroom to CEO podcast. For those of you that may have met me for the first time at the Edupreneur Success Summit, I want to just say welcome. Like, I am so excited to be hanging out with you guys. And for those of you that have listened to episode 20, where I talk about and share with you the five steps to start a podcast. One of those steps was all about treating your podcast episodes like it's a unit plan. And I am so excited about this unit. Like, you know how you have that unit, those lessons that you're super passionate about? Um, For me as a high school biology teacher, my favorite unit was always the genetic unit. Like I would get so pumped up when it was time to teach genetics. And that's how excited I am about this season. Like all of last season, we were talking about how to start and brand your online business. When we got to the end of the season, we started to dip our toes into those steps that you could take to begin creating multiple streams of income. And then we ended season two with the Edupreneur Success Summit, which was a hit. If you missed it, then you want to go to www.edupreneursuccess.com and pick up that replay package so that you can 
see all of the presentations. There were over 20 edupreneurs. Plus, we had lunch and learns with our sponsor, SiteGround, who gave us a great tutorial over how to build a WordPress website in 45 minutes. Um, we also had guest appearances from so many wonderful people that gave us awesome tips. So you definitely are going to want to check that out and get the replay package so that you can have access to a bunch, when I say a ton of information, like it is such a wealth of knowledge there. And so if you've been struggling with where to take your business, what income streams to create, the Edupreneur Success Summit replay package is a great place to start. And you're gonna wanna tune in to the Classroom the CEO podcast all season long because we are really gonna dig deep into how to make your online business profitable. We're gonna be talking money and how to make it. And so I am super excited about today because we have with us the king of creating multiple streams of income. He took his business from $18,000 a year to now earning six figures. That's 100,000 plus every single month. I don't know about you, but that is definitely where I'm trying to go, right? Like when I talk about creating a vision board, or creating a board of your income streams, like he is definitely the one that you want to pay attention to if creating multiple streams of income is something that you want to do. And the very fact that you're here lets me know that it is. And so today, John Lee Dumas, or JLD for short, is going to be sharing with us how he was able to turn entrepreneurs on fire into a seven-figure business, online business, like a million plus every single year working from home. And he is sharing with us today exactly how he was able to do it. And so before I start the interview, let me tell you guys, I was a bit nervous when I started my online business three years ago. This was the person that I looked at his income statements and was like, oh my gosh, if he can do this with his online business, then I know I can do it too. Like, you know how you usually have man crush like on some famous actor that is just handsome? Well, this is my like income streams man crush. Like he has been crushing it and he motivates me to crush it and create multiple streams of income too. And he's gonna motivate you. This interview is going to truly get you on fire. So without further ado, here is JLD from Entrepreneurs on Fire. JLD, I am so excited to have you on Classroom, the CEO podcast. Wow. Well, Erica, first off, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Love what you're doing. Love the content and value you're bringing to the world. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much. You have been such an inspiration. Just in case you don't know our listeners, we are educators that are starting our own online businesses. And we talk a lot about creating multiple streams of income. And 
Guys, if you have not been on his website, you definitely want to go check out eofire.com because he is the king of not only podcasting, but multiple streams of income. He has done it all from podcasting, books, courses, membership groups, sponsorships, affiliate marketing, everything that we talk about. And so today, JLD, can you kind of just walk us through the path um, I was on your website today. I saw that in year one, 2012, you started off with $18,000. You have now scaled that to a seven-figure business. How did you do it? Where did you start from? You know, frankly, listen, I was just somebody that was listening to podcasts and that was trying to figure out my way in the world and, and what I could possibly do to grow an entrepreneurial business and maybe have some lifestyle freedom, some location freedom, some financial freedom. And that's just when I came up with the idea of like, man, what's missing in this space of podcasting? And what I realized was nobody was doing a daily show. Nobody was doing a daily show interviewing successful entrepreneurs, and I could fill that void. And that's what I wanted to do. That was the concept that I wanted to create that nobody else had yet. So back in 2012, I did it. I launched the first podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. Worked my butt off, and here we are, eight years later, 2,600 episodes later, rocking and rolling and still making things happen. Yes, so I love your podcast, and I know that you have really tailored it to help us grow as entrepreneurs. And so when you develop the concept, I know you talk a lot about having that ideal customer and having them, you know, really helping them to solve problems. So how did you come up with the concept of what you would be doing and talking about on your podcast? I'm a big believer in really sitting down and creating your avatar. That is your single perfect listener for your podcast. So I did just that, Erica. I sat down and I said, who would be the perfect listener? That's singular listener for my podcast. And the person I came up with was Jimmy. He was 40 years old, had a wife and two kids, ages three and five, drove to work by himself every single day on a 25-minute commute to work. And then when he got home from work in the evenings, he played with his kids, had dinner with his family, put his kids to bed, spent a little bit of time with his wife, but then had a little Jimmy pity party where he was like, oh, what am I doing with my life? Like, Why am I not enjoying my days and, and spending so much time at a job I don't enjoy? How can I break free? Jimmy was the person was the person that needed to be listening to entrepreneurs on fire so he could get some confidence, get some knowledge, get some understanding on what it took to become a successful solopreneur, a successful online marketer, a successful businessman. And it was really interesting because the interview I was on just before this was a bloke from England was chatting with me and he said, John, He's like, for years, I listened to your show every single day as I drove to work, and it gave me the confidence to leave my job and start my own business two years ago, and I'm still going strong. I was literally speaking to Jimmy just five minutes ago, and it was an amazing feeling to see that like that person that I crafted as my perfect listener for my show existed in real life. And I've had many of those conversations with people who are you know, some form or similar to Jimmy, and that's why it's important to know who your perfect consumer of your content is. 
Well, I love it because I may not be Jimmy, but I'm definitely Jimania or something <laughs> like that because, I mean, as educators, we love what we do, but sometimes we just get in that spot where we're unhappy in the classroom and teaching. And that was me when I discovered your podcast. And so I will say that I spent years like looking at what you were doing, even I call it spying on your income report. <laughs> just like, how is he making this happen? So. Right. Walk us through it. Like, how did you go from Jimmy, I'm going to make a podcast to you? Like, then what was next? How did you decide, okay, now I have my podcast going. What am I going to do next? Well, it was a long grind because nothing happens overnight. And so for me, it was putting in the work every single day for 13 months. And by the way, not publishing income reports back then because I didn't have any income to publish. It was just me getting up every single day getting on my computer, having interviews and conversations and trying to build out what I was hoping was going to turn into a successful business. And it was not easy, but I knew what I wanted. I wanted to create a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And so that was my focus and that was my goal in mind. And every day I just got one step closer to that being a an actual creation that was out there in the world. And once it was, then I just worked on getting better, honing my skills, providing more value to my audience. Then once I was able to build an audience, I was able to turn to them and say, Fire Nation, what is your biggest struggle in this world right now? And then they would tell me what their biggest struggle was. And I was able to use that information to create products and services and communities and journals and books and ventures and all these other different things that I've now done over the years. Kate and I actually this morning recorded our 82nd income report, which means 82 months in a row we have published a monthly income report. Even when we're traveling the world, we are recording these income reports. We've recorded them from Budapest, from Prague, from Fiji, from Edinburgh, Scotland. I mean, you name it. It is on our must-do schedule. And, uh, you know, it's just it's been an evolution. It's been step-by-step. Step. But the core is, what is my audience's biggest struggle? How can I keep my finger on their pulse and keep providing massive value to Fire Nation? Yes, I love it. And I know that you, I mean, I'm one of your audience members. So I get the email where you're asking for our advice on, you know, the name for your upcoming book or the cover and all of those things. So you definitely bring your audience in. And I love that about you. What other advice would you have for us new, we call ourselves edupreneurs. So us <laughs> new edupreneurs that are starting off, like if you could choose just one additional income stream to start off with, what would that be? You know, if that had to be an additional income stream to what we already have created, I think it would just be a general mastermind on business. So what I would do is I would look, you know, we have Podcasters Paradise, which I love, and it's focused on podcasting. We keep it really tight and focused there because that's what people invest in and pay for. But you know, I'm a big fan of just overall business topics, and I love just rapping about business and learning from others. Um, so I think that would add that to my income stream. I would just say, you know what? This is going to be a, a an elite level, a premium level mastermind for individuals who are just really serious about holding each other accountable, helping each other with their businesses. You know, just talking about the 
the general practice of businesses. Um, because I tell you what, like I learned so much when I talk to people that are outside of my niche. Like I love talking to podcasters. I do that all day long, every day in paradise. But man, I learn a lot when I talk to somebody who's a chiropractor or who's in the health and wellness space, who's like, you know, a Peloton instructor or, you know, like all the different things that are out there. I learn from those that are outside of my box. And so I feel like I would want to bring that into my world as another, as another income stream. Yes. And those masterminds are so good, even just being a part of them, because you get so much value from hearing, even when you put other people in hot seats, um, just getting the value from listening to their story, listening to their journey and the advice that you're sharing. So I love that idea. Now, if you could go back to JLD 2012, (laughs) what's the one piece of advice that you would give him? What would you say to him today, eight years later? I would say chill out. And I mean that because when we're starting, like we think everything is so critical. We think that we're literally like, you know, pushing the nuclear bomb button every time we do anything. When the reality is, listen, that's the time to try new things, to test new things out, to not care so much about like how perfect this is or how imperfect that is, but just get everything out in the world because you don't have a big audience yet. You're just starting like nobody really knows or cares and they shouldn't yet. So stop acting like every decision you're making is like the final, most important decision of your life. Like we just need to chill out and relax when we're at that stage. And it's so much easier said than done. I get it. And I have complete sympathy. I didn't do it back when I launched, which is why I'm giving myself that advice now, eight years later. It's just chill out. Like just relax a little bit and just realize that like everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo would say. Like it really is. It's figure outable. So just get it out there. If it doesn't work, good. You'll learn that it doesn't work and you'll learn what to do next. Like that needs to be the focus. I love that chill out because one of the problems that we face as entrepreneurs is that in the classroom as a teacher, we have to do so many things. We juggle right. so many balls. And so we bring that into our business. So I talk a lot about the power of one and just really focusing in on doing one thing and doing it well. What advice do you have about like someone that's just struggling to juggle all the different tasks as an entrepreneur? Like, listen, you don't need to be everything to everybody and especially not at the beginning. Like you need to just focus on a few core things that you want to do and that you want to do well and just do those things. Don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Don't just keep piling things on your plate. Like I know everybody wants to have the perfect Instagram account and Facebook and LinkedIn and oh my God, what's this new thing, TikTok? And like we all just try to keep doing and adding all these things onto our plate. Just do a couple core things really well and you'll be able to just move forward. And then as you have a little more success and you get some better systems and processes ironed out going forward, then maybe you add one more thing onto your plate. And then maybe you're going to make a hire and bring somebody on your team. And now you can add something else to your plate because you have help now. But take it one step at a time. Like I see too many people just trying to do everything right at the beginning. One of the reasons why I had success with Entrepreneurs on Fire was because from day one, my only focus was 
the podcast, producing a daily podcast, interviewing entrepreneurs. Everything else had to take a back seat, and that's all that I focused on. But then as I got better systems and processes and built out my team, I added more things, but that came over time. Like a lot of people look at my finished product right now, and they're like, but John's doing everything. It's like, yeah, I am now, but that was eight years into my business. Like take your time. Wow, that is so good. And so I just want to thank you um, for joining us today. There are so many, as you say, value bombs that you dropped, and I'm definitely going to be recapping all of that. But is there any last piece of advice or any just last piece of wisdom that you could give us? And then also let us know where can we find you? Listen, my last parting piece of advice I want to share is, Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. You need to look look every day in the mirror and say, what unique value am I sharing with the world today? And if you have an answer for yourself every day, then you're going to be building something special. So become a person of value. If you want to find out more about me, eofire.com, that's where all the magic happens, free courses. Um, we have our income reports there with all the details that Erica was talking about earlier. And of course, I'd love for you to check out Entrepreneurs on Fire. And Erica, thank you so much for having me on the show today. Thank you for joining us. I know I learned a lot and all of the entrepreneurs that are listening, they are going to just love it. So thank you so much. Adios, Erica. Have a good day. Wow, JLD dropped so many golden nuggets. I learned so much and I am sure that you learned a lot too that you can actually apply to grow your online business. And I want to hear what your favorite takeaway was from today's episode. So if you haven't already done so, join us in the free Facebook group classroom to CEO podcast crew. We would love to have you as a part of the crew. So I'll make sure that I drop the direct link to the Facebook group in the show notes, which you can get at www.classroomtoceo.com forward slash 22. Now here's what sets the members of the classroom to CEO crew apart from all other entrepreneurs on the planet. And it's the fact that We don't just take in information so that we can increase our knowledge. No, we take action. We are action takers. And that's what we're about to get into next. And so you all know my favorite time of the day. It's time for your entrepreneur success move for the week. It's time to make your entrepreneur success move. These simple, actionable steps empower you to turn your classroom knowledge into a profitable online business by creating multiple streams of income. Are you ready to move from the classroom to CEO? Of course you are. So let's do it. Hey there, it is time to take action. These success moves are designed to help you start and grow your online business so that you can achieve the life of your dreams and leave a legacy that your family deserves. And so with that being said, I always am sure to include the success move in the show notes. And for this episode, you can find them at www 
classroomtoceo.com forward slash 22. I know you're ready to take action. And as I went through this interview, let me be honest, guys, I struggled to choose just one task that can take your business to the next level because JLD dropped so many knowledge bombs like I learned so much that I can apply to my own business. I'm sure that you did as well. But as I listened to the interview, I really thought about the one area that I see many entrepreneurs struggling with. And that's the fact that when we talk about making that shift from an educator to an entrepreneur mindset, as educators, we are um, tasked with helping every single student in our class achieve success. And as you all know, that means that you have to address a wide range of learning styles. You have to differentiate your instruction. It takes a lot to be able to reach every single student in front of you and help them to master those learning targets. But as an entrepreneur, we come into it with the same mindset and we try to help everyone. And what ends up happening is that we spread ourselves too thin. And just like in the classroom, as CEOs, we get burnt out when we do that. And so the one success move that I want you to focus on for this week is truly defining your ideal customer. In the interview, JLD talked about his ideal customer, Jimmy, and he was able to tell us everything about Jimmy, like from his work life, his family life, his likes, his interests. He knew Jimmy in and out. And then at that point, anytime he sat down for an interview or any product that he made, he made it with Jimmy in mind. And so that's what I want you to do today. I want you to take some time to truly iron out who your ideal customer is. Tell me everything about that person. What's their name? How old are they? Do they have a family? Where do they work? What are they struggling with? What are those teacher problems that keep them awake at night? Like what is that student struggling with that they haven't been able to figure out how to overcome? What do they like to do in their free time? What are their hobbies? Like tell me everything about your ideal customer. And once you have that person drafted out, then you will be able to focus better on creating those products and resources and offering services that truly empower that person to achieve success. And like I said, we are going to be in the free Facebook group, Classroom the CEO Podcast Crew, all week long talking about our ideal customer and really working hard to um, just lay that person out. When I ask you who your ideal customer is, you should be able to tell me everything about that person, including their name. All right, so I can't wait to see you inside of the Facebook group and I can't wait to hear about your ideal customer. And so I will see you there. Thank you guys for joining me. And as 
always, you are only one additional income stream away from moving from the classroom to CEO. Have a great day and I will see you back here next week.